Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to have that subscribe button and notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting that fine, fine, juicy Going In Raw content, Larson. I find it funny that nobody would want to watch Going In Raw on a daily basis. We're also available on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we've got, we're not doing, we're not doing this live for anybody right now. No, but we'll do it live tomorrow. That's for everybody. But for the patrons. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm, yet all sorts of live streams, early access, uh, bonus episode, another non-news this week. All sorts of great stuff on the yeah. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. I uh, also have a pro wrestling tease at pro wrestling tease.com oh, slash no! going in raw. Not working. Oh, that one's working. Must be on the dirt sheet one that I have it. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we got all sorts of great, great shirts that you can wear. I'm wearing my Elias shirt. I'm wearing my New Day Rocks shirt. No other reason than this Elias shirt is actually really comfy. Oh, that's good. I'm actually surprised. It's one of their, like, regular shirts, not, like, vintage or anything. Yeah. It's really it's really comfy. Well, that's good. So that's why I'm wearing it. He's not on the SmackDown brand. No. He's usually not even on pay-per-views. No. But I love Elias. He's good. I think he's great. I think he's great, too, Steve. Great. We're in agreement. You know what else is great? Uh, uh, AJ Styles. He's great. Podcasts uh, of reviews of pay-per-views that come right after the pay-per-view ends, Uh which is kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah, we're going to try this out, see how it does. Yeah, I like it. I think it was a good idea. I never wanted to... I I always sort of had this in my mind that we should do this to boost numbers, a.k.a. get money. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't want to put you out. You had to drive all the way out here. It's Sunday. Oh, well, I'm here. Might as well get it done. When in Rome. That's why I said we should just do it this time. When in Rome. We should do it. Anyways. Uh, I think you're using that phrase correctly. <laughs> I'm totally not. Anyways. Um, so. Uh, Let's clash. Clash of Champions WWE 2017 Pay-Per-View Network Spectacular. It's in the books. It it's is. It's done. It just ended about 20 minutes ago. All in all. A pretty fun show. I thought it was entertaining, man. I thought it was like back when SmackDown used to do wild card finals. Yeah. When they used to do like mega episodes um, that 
are like you know sub pay per view, but still. Even in the preview, this is really good. I thought it was, I thought it was entertaining. All the matches were, were, were good quality. You know, I say that, and tomorrow on Twitter, all the wrestling critics are going to be like, worst pay-per-view of the century. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Even let's the, get started with the pre-show. Yeah, let's get started with the pre-show match. Feud of the Year 2017, maybe. Oh, yeah. Shoo-in for Feud of the Year 2018. Oh, absolutely. Match, Mojo Raleigh versus Zack Ryder. Mr. Mojo's got new sinister heel theme music. And a new Titantron package. And a new yes. Titantron package. But He's sadly, old ring gear. Okay, so I don't want you to tell me Zubaz pants. Zubaz pants. Don't, man, come on. If he's a heel, I get your point in the Zubaz pants. But they're dumb. They're so bad for ring gear. Give me heel attire for Mojo Raleigh. What should he wear? Zubaz shorts. Stop saying that. Anything Zubaz tights. You don't think he should just go like straight up like uh, black trunks, black tights? He looks like a young lion then. <laughs> but with like an M on his butt. Like a sinister looking M for Mojo. No. On his butt. Because that's not young lion. No. I, I, I agree. There should be darker colors mm-hmm. with some... Uh, Brighter highlights. How about this? What if he went full Superman 3? Remember what happened with Superman 3? It was just subdued colors, yeah. It was like dirtier versions of what yeah, he was. Good. He should just be a dirtier mojo. Okay. Play up his dirty aspect. He cut a great promo on, on Twitter, Zack right? Ryder. On, it looked like he was in his maybe home gym or his garage or maybe it was an actual gym. I don't know. It was like a Rocky 3 gym. You know, like an Apollo Creed gym. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not like the fancy one where the media came out. Um, and he cut like a two-minute promo, which went like in the wrestling community, went viral. Yeah, a lot of people were, were speaking highly of it. People were talking good things about it. He spat a little bit too much, like, and it didn't go all the way out. It like lingered, oh, dribbled out of his it was kind of gross. mouth onto his lips a bit. But uh, he mentioned Zack Ryder going to Disney World, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I hope you had fun at Disney World because you're about to be murdered by me in the ring, something like that. Um, it was, Foreshadowing. It was really effective. It was really well done. Um, and then their match, this was one of the most intense matches of the night. I mean, I can't really see. Number one, I don't know how long this match was. I'd speculate around 12 minutes. I don't think it was that long. Okay. Eight. The pay-per-view ended with uh, 15 minutes to go until 8 o'clock. I could have given this match a bit more time. Who who should have been in the actual pre- Ty Dillinger versus, um, who's been, uh, Ty and somebody else have been having dark matches. Like pre-show matches. I forget who. Ty and one of the other guys you never see on SmackDown. Anyway. Uh, Canellis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Canellis, good guess. Um, that should have been the pre-show. Yeah, Why that'd not? Be good. That'd be Just good. put those guys on TV. 6.55 <coughs> was the length of that. They match. could have had a Ty Dillinger-Canellis match and a mojo Zack Ryder match. Is that right? And still fit into the pay-per-view. Apparently, the, this is according to Wikipedia, the AJ uh, gender match is only 13 minutes long and 40 seconds. It felt way longer than that. That actually doesn't really surprise. That feels about right. Because you know, here's the thing. Here's right. the thing. You know why it feels longer? Because it was a good gender match, which yeah. we never get. So yeah. we just figure that oh, it must have gone long. Yeah, that's about right. They're I mean, for the most right. part, it was it was wrestled at, at uh, gender's pace, which mm-hmm. was slower. But anyways, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Anyways, um, this match, Mojo Riley versus uh, Zack Ryder, had a lot of lot of good passion behind. That was a decent match. They yeah. really went at it from the get go. Um, Really great way to what I, I hope this is a kickoff to a feud. Yeah. That's why in our predictions, which you won based on this, this match, match. Um, I kind of figured that, you know, if you're going to, Mojo's not going to be feuding with anybody else anytime soon. I mean, hopefully they get him something with Ty. That'd be fun. 
But I kind of feel like this Zack Ryder thing has more legs to it. I was hoping that Mojo would do something, you know, to DQ himself. Yeah. Thus justifying another match. I don't know what how they can justify another match unless Zack Ryder sort of has an epiphany like, hey, I need to wake up and be better than this. Yeah. But that Mojo finishing move where he just comes off the ropes now. And then delivers a, a, a knockout blow via elbow. Dude, I love it. it I thought great. that was great because yeah, Zack Ryder sold the heck he out of it. Sold, he felt like a sack of potatoes. It was yeah. great. Mojo came at him full force, and we both, our jaws both went, Ugh. Yeah. And then it was like, that's a finish? Yeah. That's good. Cool. It's good. That's oh, we really should cool. also say that Mojo, the top of the ramp, when he comes out for his matches, he gets into a, a four-point stance. Yeah. Because he used to be a football player. Yeah, because his football And then stuff. charges at a full sprint towards yeah. the ring. So he's keeping some of the hype. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's still kind of hype. Well, he's using the, he's harnessing the hype for evil now as opposed yeah. to good. Yeah. 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 I wonder, like, if he kept, if he kept the party aspect of the hype, how that would translate into heel territory. Would it be just like parties that you don't want to go to, or are they parties where like, oh, it's really, it's like a really, you know, it's like a drug den party where somebody could die. Are they just parties that go way too far? Could be. Yeah, maybe. I could be. Anyways. Or maybe it's just a party you show up and he just starts yelling at you. Could be. Like, I mean, I think... Like he invited you, but you show up and you said, who... who who said you'd come to this? Like, yeah. Oh, you did, Mojo. Yeah. No, I didn't. And the party stops. Like, there's a record scratch yeah. needle. And yeah. then everybody just stares <laughs> at you. Yeah. Everybody stares at you. <laughs> and Mojo's yelling at you. What are you doing here? Exactly. You invited me, Mojo. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Don't think I did. <laughs> and you leave. You say, Mojo, we good? <laughs> no. You, turn, you just drop your head and walk <laughs> away. All right. And then, like, as you're walking away, he throws a shoe at you. Well, you hear somebody from up on the balcony, like, yelling at you. And you look up, and it's Mojo. He's made his way up to the balcony, just, like, disrobed. Uh-huh. And he's standing there with a rager, and he's, like, yelling at you. And, yeah, he's throwing a shoe at you as well. And yeah. then he says, give me my shoe back. I know. But it's like, Mojo, you threw it at me. Give it back to me. That means I have to return to your house. <laughs> Exactly. He goes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And the, and the cycle starts all over again. It's just, it sounds like the worst. It's like a ever. Kafka-esque nightmare. Kafka-esque <laughs> nightmare. Because you leave the house again after you return a shoe. He returns the house. Yeah. He yells at you saying, what are you doing here? Yeah. And you you tell him, oh, you told me to come back, but you threw man. your shoe at me. Yeah. And Mojo goes, no, I didn't. Oh, man. And he said, all right, I'm fine. It's the most 2017 party there is. Yeah. It's terrible. I love it. That's great. I like that a lot. Anyways, that was, that was a good match. It was, was a fun match. It would be a bit higher up on the car. Like, I figured it would be Ascension versus who's low on the on the Who's in the Pretty tank? Much any, anybody in the tag division that wasn't on the main card. Who, who else? The Colognes. The Col- Are they still even around? Yeah, Are they, they around Smack? They were, they were uh, backstage when Shane was doing his pep talk. Oh, that was the worst. Before Survivor Series. All right. Uh, next, next. Uh, the uh, pay-per-view actually started. Mm-hmm. Um, first match was Bobby Roode, the glorious Bobby mm-hmm. Roode. Versus Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin for the United States Championship. Bobby does this. Bobby does this weird thing where he comes out to the ring, and sometimes he does this up on the ramp too. And like one side of his mouth starts to try to go up here, and the other side of the mouth tries to go up here also. But he has this really pained look on his face, and I'm curious yeah. as to what you think that is. Well, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be doing what he's doing. <laughs> I think I think that's it because when he smiled in NXT, it seemed genuine because there was like a character behind it. <laughs> exactly. It looks like the most pained smile, man. No. Oh, man. So we totally thought this was going to go. No, I did not watch this match because my child was crying. Um, but you did. I, I watched the rest of the pay-per-view. Um, it, was, it was a fun, fast-paced yeah, match. Yeah, decent match. You know, right? Yeah, for, you know, this, this, the, what, one of the advantages of a triple threat matches. Yeah. 
there shouldn't be a whole lot of downtime. Should be yeah. a whole lot of rest holds. There should be nonstop action for the full uh, 13 or so minutes of the match, and that's what we got here. Yeah, we got some spots. We got the spot where someone power bombs someone while they're in superplex position. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Your your true staples of a triple threat match. I came in briefly during the superplex, super power bombplex. Yes. So that was fun. That was fun. The finish, um, kind well, of interesting. Well, let's go back a little bit before the finish. Oh, sure. So Bobby sorry. hits his finisher, glorious DDT. Okay. Goes to cover Dolph. Baron uh, goes to toss Bobby out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Bobby reverses it and tosses Baron out of the ring. So that was a swerve on what we thought. And like I mean, you, someone yeah. listened to the show yeah. and said, oh, they're on to us. I wonder if Vince was on his way. Vince might have been on the way to the show this morning. Or whatever, when it, wherever he goes in the morning, and uh, and was listening to Going and Raw predictions, Clash of Champions 2017, yeah. and because he listens to it in audio format, he didn't have time to watch it. No, um, and heard that you know you and this is, this is you, but I was like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense as they always do. Had said that you felt it was going to be glorious DDT. Baron throws Bobby off of Dolph, then pins he Dolph, gets the pin, yeah, because Dolph existed. In this match to eat the pin. Yeah. And they did not do that. No. He apparently existed in this match to become new transitional United States champion. Yeah, I know. So continue on with the finish. So anyways, yeah, then, uh, so uh, Rude goes for the cover on Dolph. Baron pulls him out of the ring and breaks up the pin. <clears throat> right. Bit more action. Uh, Corbin gets Rude in end of days position. Mm-hmm. You know, bent forward. Yeah. Dolph comes to the ring, delivers a zigzag to yeah. Baron. Covers Baron. He is new U.S. champion, transi- transitional champion. Yeah. So eventually, probably at the Rumble, Dolph will drop this belt to Bobby Roode. Yes. I would do. There's um, um, forty days until the Rumble. Yeah. I I suspect that's going to happen before the Rumble. I don't know if they're going to defend. I mean, I I always forget how many titles are actually defended at the Rumble, but I feel like the U.S. title is kind of too low on the totem pole to be defended at the Rumble. I think all these guys are going to be in the Rumble. Oh, I don't know. Maybe there was a there's a pretty solid Bobby Roode chant going on during this match too. Was there? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. I I just I don't know. My my thing about Bobby Roode right now is they need to make they need to find a way to keep him face and be compelling because I think that they're nobody's going to accept a heel turn at this point. It's just going to be dead air mm-hmm. if he goes heel. So they need to get him over in the capacity they have him in now. Yeah. Which is just glorious Bobby Roode. Yeah. But they need some meat to it. I'm I'm actually kind of glad they didn't put the title on him tonight. Um, because he needs to build up that character. But he needs before. to build up the characters. People care when he wins the belt. Mm-hmm. But hey, the crowd was chanting Bobby Roode. Yeah, they, they were. Him. That's good. Kind of surprising, but they were. Yeah. But uh, I would assume that Baron would uh, invoke his rematch clause soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this upcoming SmackDown, but mm-hmm. within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll get this rematch. I don't know if Dolph will, will retain or drop it back to Baron. I don't know. I don't know, man. This outcome was a surprise as it was. When's the last time we had like a real transitional champion when it was like a matter of days? Oh, I can't think about it right now. I mean, the Miz has had that IC title forever. Didn't Sasha just hold on to the women's title for Before a few days? Roman got it. Sasha and... Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah, she barely lasted like two weeks. I think. Yeah, it wasn't very long. Um, so, I don't know. I... I actually kind of like this end. It was unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolph gets another run with a title. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, dude, I always pull for Dolph. Oh, I do too. You know, I, I've had a hard time finding his character work compelling, especially when they were doing the whole... And then he did the weird entrance without the music again. Like, why is that After still not doing that on Yeah, Smackdown. right? Yeah, no. I thought they were over that stuff. Um, and I wonder, again, I wonder if that was a file mishap. 
No, oh, it could be. I kind of think it might have been. They've been doing that a lot lately. In my head. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I don't know. I kind of like this. I like Dolph having a title again. Yeah. Hopefully it leads somewhere in like his right, I know. intercontinental title reign. I kind of, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if Dolph is going to continue to be. Because even when he was inserted into this randomly, like we hadn't seen Dolph in a while. Yeah, been a couple of weeks. And then, but he wasn't necessarily, he wasn't like a heel or anything. He was just sort of. Like this time, like when he just showed up in the locker room and said, I'm in this match now. Well, he was still doing, yeah, no, he still was pretty much doing the same Dolph stuff he was in his feud with Bobby. Yeah. He just wasn't making such a point about entrances and stuff. Yeah. The same general demeanor. He wasn't was, as was obnoxious, though. Well, just because he wasn't on TV as much. Yeah. But he was still heel Dolph. Not of water. That's a bummer, man. <clears throat> Uh, Next, we had Daniel Bryan backstage complaining to somebody that his referee shirt was too large. Well, yeah, man, you want to come out there, with, you know, looking like a all baggy. So remember, our friend lost a bunch of weight, and uh-huh. he still had the same suit, mm-hmm. and he looked like a, you know, like an old timey comedy character, mm-hmm. flapping around. You don't want that, no. You know, no. I I, I understand that. He wants the shirt to fit him properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, under, I mean, especially you. You were very particular about how your shirts fit. I, I like them to be good. I mean, even this, the sleeves are a little too long on it. I like the sleeves to be a bit on the shorter your, side. Your guns there, huh? Your well, muscle. Yeah, it just looks a little more stylish these days. You yeah. Know? Nobody wants a big baggy shirt. For some people, it works. Like, I was watching, um, like, a hard time, like, a docuseries on prison life. Fascinating. They're talking about their economy system there. Mm-hmm. You know, they, instead of currency, like, dollars... Uh, coffee. Interesting. Little baggies of coffee. Huh. And one guy was like, I don't need coffee, therefore I'm like the treasurer. Like, he was just collecting coffee and like, don't, because he's like, I don't drink coffee, so I have a lot of money. Do they get, do they get like, you know, like a daily uh, <coughs> ration of coffee in for this prison? It's like, I don't know what it is. And I don't know why, like, why is coffee so, something that's so, like, if coffee was currency, I wouldn't drink it. Oh, I wouldn't either. I would hoard it and yeah, have better here. things like Twinkies and chips. Uh huh. That's just me. Yeah, that's interesting. One guy was bought like a pair of Jays with some freaking coffee. Wow, kind of impressive. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's cool. Shane McMahon shows up and he's like, "My shirt work fits perfectly." Well, because it's one of his usual jerseys that he wears. Yeah, I know exactly. He's worn it before. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "How are we? How is this going to work?" He was like, "Daniel, I'm not huge on you doing this whole second ref business. I brought you in, and Daniel Bryan's just like, well." We'll figure it out. Maybe we should have this conversation in private. Acknowledging the camera in the room, which they don't usually do. Why didn't he look at the camera? Why didn't he just literally they both say... both should have done this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just like that. <laughs> oh, man. Because they never, like, all sorts of private conversations happen while cameraman. I know. I mean, that was supposed to be their office. Yeah, exactly. How more private could it be? They have to go to, like, one, the of, their, office? one of their rental cars. <laughs> exactly. Oh man! Know. Next up, Baron Corbin was the uh, Baron Corbin was interviewed after his loss, and he, he threw was, a garbage can. He was stomping through. He was, you know, with a head full of steam coming through the the hallway, and Dasha stops him. You know, and she's doing good work these days. She is. She's not quite as robotic as she used to be. No. Um, and she stops him and was like, you know, Baron, now that you had your failed cash in and you lost your United States Championship, some people are saying that you're a squander. Of opportunities. opportunities or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he yelled at her and then threw a garbage can. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't hit anybody. Because no, it was sort of ricocheted so. off the side door. I don't remember anybody else being in that hallway. It hit yeah, the but door it, jam. But then went off camera down the hallway. Oh, I thought it was a hallway just going behind him, not 
Mm, no, it went off camera. Oh, okay. So it might have hit like a low-level oh, writer. Um, anyway, be safe. He was pretty steamed. He wants to get that United. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'm hey. not. I'm us champion. You're not. Now I'm not us champion. champion. You're us champion. You're, you're us, not me. But you're not me. He's so confused. You can buy that slow wolf shirt. You're not me right now. Pro wrestling tees. Next. Uh, Man, four-way tag I'm match. I'm telling you, Aiden English and Rusev got a champion's welcome. They did to this match. They did. Aiden English, they're incredibly over. Yeah, they're usually people are. This is a great crowd. Boston it was. was on fire. It was a really good crowd. Aiden English in the ring, a uh, uh, single spotlight on him. Mm-hmm. He introduces Machka mm-hmm. Rusev to the ring, wearing a Happy Rusev Day shirt. Tons of Rusev Day chants. Oh, big time, man. And Rusev was looking like a million bucks. He, he has was. like a new, new ring gear. New ring gear with a new trim. color theme. Yeah. yeah it says Rusev Day. Uh, in English, continued the 12 days of Rusev's Oh, it was great. People were into it big time. Rusev was Massively. into it. And he's, he's about to add a 13th day, but his, his, his song was interrupted by Chad Gable mm-hmm. and Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some sort of number one contenders match on SmackDown on Tuesday. Rusev and Aiden English are picking up these titles before the Rumble. I think so. Man, I'm guaranteed. Especially after the reception. Mm-hmm. They might have just been waiting to see, all right, well, what kind of reception are they going to get? People, they're on fire right now. And I, I thought for sure. And all the teasing during the match. And who faded to the background? Gable and Benjamin, the two guys that I think they were, they were figuring were going to get the big push. I mean, Gable ate the pin. Gable ate the pin. Yeah. I mean, Rusev had this... this, this section in the last third of the match where he had at least three to four near falls and yeah. submission attempts. Accolades and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And people are big into it. They're yeah. really, really yeah, People seem to be on the edge of their seat hoping <coughs> they can pick up the win. Um, fun match, though. Really fun. Yeah, match. it was fun. Lots there of great fun. stuff there going this, on. This, this uh, great spot towards the tail end of Rusev's getting uh, finishing opportunities. He puts Big E in the accolade. Yeah, that was great. Big E powers out almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rusev sinks the accolade back in. Chad Gable comes up from behind and suplexes Rusev, German suplex. And then mm-hmm. Chad Gable went to Aiden English and suplexed the heck out of him. Yeah, so apparently... From the initial shot, looked like he landed right on his head. Yeah, I know. And then apparently in the replay, which I was too sheepish to watch, um, apparently it wasn't even that bad. Oh, okay. It looked bad on the initial shot. It looked shot. really bad, I know. And then he did the same to Big E. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end... Usos retain. Jay yeah. pins uh, Chad Gable after a top rope splash. Fun match. A pretty, I mean, this is a pretty underwhelming response to the Usos picking up this win. I mean, they've been hot. And I love the Usos. Yeah, yeah. But this crowd firmly wanted Rusev. Yes, they wanted to celebrate Rusev Day. They really did. I'm kind of disappointed they didn't pull the trigger on that one, but you know, hopefully they. It could be make between a... between the reception they got at the beginning and that stretch where Rusev was on the verge of winning the match. It could have all been kind of a trial run to see how it the crowd would have. Yeah. Receive them. I hope Aiden English and Rusev aren't like the next fashion police. Yeah, I know. A tag team that gets over because of their charisma and their yeah. comedic chops, but then WWE just sees them as, as a comedy act. Right. And never, right. you know, goes all the way and puts a belt on them. Because right. the fashion police, they had that telematch against the, the Usos. On every near fall, when the fashion police were on the verge of getting those belts, that crowd was hot. There's the danger. I mean, I could, I guess I could see from maybe Vince's perspective. If they're a comedy act and they're having the, and they have the titles, and you want the New Day to be the biggest tag team of all time, then that's going to be a problem getting those titles off of. 
I mean, because, dude, you've got the Usos who are tweeners, essentially. The New Day are faces. Aiden English and Rusev are now faces. Gable and Benjamin are, unless... They're not heels. Well, of, of, of the four, they're the heels. When have they really established their heel credentials, though? Well, nothing... They're kind of not. They're kind of in this weird spot where, like, they were supposed to be... I mean, they've never cheated. Right. They were supposed to be the faces against the Usos. Or at least they were supposed to be the plucky faces against the tweener Usos. Um, but then they just started talking trash with the Usos. Yeah. But I don't remember them ever necessarily cheating to win a match. It's like they want everybody to be tweeners. Kind of. Yeah. Which, I guess, mathematically, does that work? Tweener versus tweener? Who you, I mean, you're just supposed to... Yeah, root for good wrestling. Root for good wrestling. <laughs> I guess. That's what I root for more than anything else anyway. It's just <laughs> no. good wrestling. Me, no. Like, I'm on the same page with you, but, you know, that's not the rest of the crowd. We're podcasters. Yeah, we want good wrestling because we like talking about good wrestling as opposed to bad wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Bad wrestling can be fun to talk about sometimes. Too. The only wrestling that we don't want to talk about is boring exactly. wrestling. Exactly. Boring wrestling is the worst kind of wrestling Exactly. Anyways. Usos retained. Be interesting to see who they take on next at the Rumble. Next match. Natalia versus Charlotte in the Lumberjack match. Yeah. Um, so, Lumberjacks were, of course, the Riot Squad, the uh, welcoming committee, and Faces. And Naomi. Of which there were only... Well, Naomi's a face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was the only face out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Becky Lynch is off She's the shooting show. She's there. Yeah. Yeah, there's Naomi. Yeah. Face. Yeah. And face. And everybody else outside the ring was a heel. They're all heels. Yeah. And Natalia, of course, was... Um, so, am I... <sighs> Did Natalia ever confront the... Because I saw Charlotte get attacked by a, a, a bunch of lumberjacks. Oh, uh, right at the beginning of the match, uh, Natalia got sent out of the ring, and Naomi kicked her a couple times and threw her back in. Naomi kicked her? Okay, but was she thrown out on the other side? I don't recall that ever happening. Because the Riot Squad should want a piece of her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, there was a great moment when... Uh, Char- There's a brawl on the outside. This is great. And, uh, and Liv Morgan's coming up to join the, the brawl, and she accidentally forearms uh, Sarah Logan in the back of the head while she's trying to get a piece of Charlotte. <laughs> that was great. Did she think she was like Tamina or something? Like darker No, hair? no, I think she just was running towards it with her elbow out. Oh, okay, yeah. In the course of doing that, Sarah Logan moved in front of her. Oh, I got you. you know, yeah. Things happened fast. That was pretty great. It wasn't like she devastated, you know, like delivered a devastating blow. Yeah, during that mess... Uh, no, that was the first kind of scrap on the, the outside. That was the first one, but there was, like one. Yeah, there was another huge brawl on the outside. And Natalia had laid out Charlotte... But then Natalia was on the outside of the ring fighting other people. And Carmella comes in with her briefcase, and she's just about to cash in. And then Ruby Riot uh, basically kicks her out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a tea, we had a cash in tea. We did. Kind of the first one in a long time. We're still six months away from her expiration. Yeah. Although yeah. somebody point somebody sorry somebody pointed out in chat the next money in the bank is a raw paper. So does that extend? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's co-branded. Oh, that's right. It's co-branded. Ooh, okay. So her that is an expiration date right there. Yeah, expiration date. Her expiration date is money that is up until the second the other match starts. Yep. Um, everybody's still on the outside. Charlotte hits a moonsault. Um, Natalia throws. After that, Natalia throws Charlotte into the ring post. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Charlotte's knocked out. Mm-hmm. So Natalia tosses her back in the ring. Gets her, starts getting to the the sharpshooter. Charlotte reverses it into a figure eight. Natalia taps out. Afterwards, Natalia turns heel, heel again. Healer. 
She turns even. She's already coming into this a heel. Yeah. Right. And then she drops the heel promo that she seems says, to indicate a heel turn. You have all turned your back on me. Jack, they've already done that a while ago. Yeah. Um, I'm you don't turn my back on you. You yeah. Which and again, you, I thought she already did. You don't respect me, Jack. Been a while now. Been a heel. I don't respect you. That's already already did that. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the very end, she says, I'm going to turn my back on you. She gets out of the ring, and then she cries. Mm-hmm. So, just, you know. Well, then she starts with, once again, Charlotte won because of her family name. Yeah, that was weird. She won because she put you in the figure eight. And you tapped out. And then you tapped out. That didn't make any sense. I mean, it's not even like she puts you in the figure four. She puts you in the figure four, but with stank on it, and it's called the figure eight. Yeah, I don't think you can reverse the, you can't reverse the pressure on the figure eight. Right, Exactly. That's not something Ric Flair figured out. So Charlotte isn't really going off just her family. It doesn't make any sense. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. So it was a weird know. promo. It was a very weird promo. I'm not sure where it's headed. I mean, maybe she's gonna retire. Is that like a heel's retirement? I don't know. Have we seen like a heel retirement before? Has a he- has when, anybody? When Batista quit for the first time, did he do a heel promo when he quit? <laughs> maybe. That's not like when he's all injured. When he's all bandaged up. Was that a real retirement? Though? I don't remember. That you know, is false retirement. Because I remember, remember Mark Henry gave a face. Oh, that was great. A fake face retirement. Oh, that was fantastic. I want to watch that again. But I, right I have now. the image in my head of Batista like having like a bandage. Yeah, on no, head. no. I know what you're talking I'm about. Done, I quit. I know what you're talking about. You know, a, a heel promo. I mean, his last time he left, he did kind of the same thing. Kind of, but this is before that. I know, I know, I know exactly the scenario you're talking about. I just don't know if that was it for him. Yeah. Or if somebody came out and interrupted him, or remember, came yeah. out the next. I don't remember. I was kind of barely watching at the time. Um, but I don't know. Have you ever? I'm trying to think of like a heel retirement. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, no, I'm sure it has. Um, usually, by the time people get the sense that you're hearing a retirement speech, mm-hmm. they'll start cheering and show mm-hmm. appreciation anyway. So it's really hard to still follow through being a heel while you're retiring. Right, exactly. Which is why it'd be impressive if somebody actually did. I know, it'd be tough to pull off. Uh, Singh Brothers interview. So Dasha shows up at Jinder's uh, locker room, locker room, his dressing room. We know that because it has his name and icon on it. Um, and then she's greeted by the Singh Brothers, and they explain to her that he is in deep meditation prior to his championship match against AJ Styles. Um, and they were referencing an interview AJ, I think, gave during the pre-show. And uh, they were saying, you know, Jinder is very confident, so confident in fact that we might not even get involved in this match. And she says, so does that mean you're not going to be at ringside? And he says, you get it. You have to wait and find out. Watch the show to find out. You can get it on the WWE Network. Yes. Uh, next up, we had um, Brizango versus... Dun, 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 dun. What was, so what's the final one? 155. So it did I go under on that? I guess so. It felt longer than that. Wow. Yeah, it did because there's a lot of milling about. Wow, so Brizango got squashed essentially by the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, I know squash usually means it's a lot more demeaning to the opponent that's getting squashed. Yeah. And this was, you know, they, they did what they could. Brizango put up more of a fight than any other uh, tag teams that have been yeah. the Bludgeon Brothers, but even that isn't saying a whole lot. I wonder, maybe have the Bludgeon Brothers finally actually unlocked the Wyatt power, and that's what's making them so strong? Because they were, never, they were never the strong when they were Wyatt. No. Um, so yeah, Bludgeon Brothers, they won with their finishing maneuver. Yeah, I still know what that's called. They do a promo afterwards that got the crowd what-ing. They're what-ing Oh, I'm promo. glad I missed that one. I must have run out real quick. They did, they finished up with the Rowan Harper Bludgeon Brothers thing that they do in the video. Uh, video. Oh, okay. And the crowd was what them, really? Yeah. Oh, I love the Bludgeon Brothers, though. Their, uh, their win got a 
fairly tepid response. Yeah, it did. Because a lot of the number one, a lot of the stuff is on the outside of the ring. Well, and also a lot of people like the fashion police. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that. That's kind of. But compared thing. to previous weeks for the Bludgeon Brothers, when they squash people, they usually get a pretty good, pretty decent pop. I won't say good, but decent. Yeah. But there was no pop. Yeah. yeah. You'd you'd want something. I mean, it's the fashion police, and two B was supposed to be Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. You'd figure this should have more of like a payoff. I thought your idea of having the, having them put the Ascension in there as their proxy mm-hmm. was like a great idea. Part of the problem, too, is they put fashion files like exclusively online now. Talk about this deserved to be on the pre-show yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah. But then do you want a two-minute match on the pre-show? Probably yes. not. I mean, the one that was is only seven minutes. Yeah. Not even. That's true. Next, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn interview. They were mm-hmm. uh, uh, acting pretty confident. Mm-hmm. They were going to win. Not be fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dasha asked, well, what happens if you do lose and you get fired? Yeah. And they got uh, very grumpy about things. Oh, yeah. They didn't even scowls. give an answer. Dirty looks and scowls mm-hmm. and then walking away. Yeah. But it was a good, like, 30 seconds of dirty looks and scowls. Yeah, they really and, and heavy out. sighs. Yeah. And, like, and some, yeah, yeah. Some head shakes. No, I didn't notice a finger wag. No, there was no, no finger wag. I kind of feel like they were a step away from that. Pretty much. Next. This was fun. This was a fun match. We were, we were, I was kind of worried they would this would just be an overbooked mess. And actually, they handled it pretty this much right. Really well executed. Yeah. yeah. And we kind of we kind of figured what the finish to this was going to be-ish. Yeah. And they basically did it. But did it really effectively. But did it really effectively and did it in a way that it felt unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Like, the sequence of events did not feel rehearsed. At all, and it was like, oh, that was good. And the, the sequence, the timing of the sequence and to finish it off was really, really good. Of course, it was Shinsuke and Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. The same Randy Orton's hair is growing out, like... It's really fast. Really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is... I, I cut my hair real short about a month ago. Yeah. I feel like Randy Orton's hair has grown twice as fast. Right, yeah. The same amount of time. It's really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some pretty decent back and forth. Orton was in the, the match for the better part of the first half of it, mm-hmm. getting beat up by Zane and Owens with mm-hmm. flurries of offense. Yeah. Nakamura gets a hot tag, uh, puts it to Zane and Owens a little bit, action goes to the outside. Um, Owens hits a frog splash on Nakamura through the announce table and takes Nakamura out for the rest of the match. That was nice. So kind of protecting Nakamura a little mm-hmm. bit. He did not need a pin on the yeah. SmackDown, so mm-hmm. keep him out of the equation here. Um, back in the ring, Orton hits an RKO on Sami Zayn. Um, Shane, oh, we didn't mention. So at the beginning of the match, yeah, this is good. Shane and Daniel Bryan, they'd, all, they'd both drop down to count pinfalls, and it was horribly out of scene. <laughs> and it was great. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's how it would be. Yeah, no, it also shows these, <coughs> these two guys are definitely not on the same page. Right, anyway. exactly. So uh, maybe a quarter through the match, maybe a third, they agreed to divide the ring in half. Mm-hmm. Um, the side of the ring that had uh, Owens and Zane's corner, Daniel Bryan would count pinfalls right. over there. Shane got the other half. Yeah. So, anyways, going forward again. Orton hits an RKO on Zane. Shane goes down to count the pinfall. Daniel Bryan is kind of like lurking off, off frame. We don't yeah, see him. Yeah, yeah. Um, right at two, Owens pushes Daniel Bryan into Shane and breaks up the pinfall. Right. Shane gets livid. He doesn't, see, he doesn't see the Owens shove, so right. he assumes that Daniel Bryan broke up the pinfall. Yeah. They argue. Now, this is kind of significant right here. I just totally did Triple H. I don't know why. Well, you didn't say I find it funny. I find it funny. But this is really significant because Daniel Bryan bumped on Shane. He put his arms out and he tucked his head. Yeah. On Shane. Yeah. That was kind of a bump. Yeah, a little bit. What? 
He took it gently. There was a little bit of physicality in his match with Daniel bit. Bryan. That was crazy. Bit. Yeah. I know, more than I was actually expecting. More than I would have figured, yeah. Uh, Orton hits an RKO on Owens. He rolls out of the ring. There's this pretty fun sequence where Zayn and Orton are kind of trading roll-up attempts mm-hmm. on different sides of the ring. So yeah. Zayn has to count and pinfall. Daniel Bryan has to count back and forth a couple times. Culminating in, in Zayn rolling up Orton and Shane going down to count the pinfall on Daniel Bryan's side of the ring, mm-hmm. but stops before the three count and right. stands up in his stall. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Yeah. Daniel Bryan gets upset. Sure. Him and, and Shane, nose to nose, arguing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zane takes advantage, rolls up Orton on Shane's side of the ring. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan gets down, counts a fast three count. Yeah. Owens and Zane win. Yeah. So it's not like Daniel Bryan helped Owens and Zane win because of any sense of loyalty to him. Mm-hmm. He was just mad at Shane for being an, not being an impartial. Right. Writer. So what we saw at the end of SmackDown and the end of the go-home kind of echoed what we saw, but at that point it was down the middle. At this point it was a fast three count to spite Shane because he's kind of pissed off right now. Because at one point um, uh, Randy Orton was backing down Daniel Bryan and Shane uh, was backing down Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan had to shove him and Shane... Didn't shove Daniel Bryan, but as they were getting closer, he sort of put hands on him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you talked about the physicality that we saw, and there was, it was looking heated. I thought mm-hmm. they did a, a really good job not going too far. We all know that he hasn't been cleared. Like, I mean, you know, in, well, in we our... Know, we know pub, he hasn't been publicly cleared. Right, 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 right. Um, so there was some kind of really interesting things going on with with Daniel Bryan here. We actually said... Towards the beginning of the match when he was, like, you know, patting everybody down and making sure. Daniel Bryan looked like he wanted to laugh. I know. He seemed, there was a giddy aura about him, even though he didn't smile once. Yeah, he seemed like he was having a blast just being in the ring again. There was just kind of a giddy aura to him, and it was great to see. It was, yeah. it was like, oh, wow, he doesn't have to just stand around and talk and, like, blah, blah, blah. It was like he's getting really involved in this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great, and I thought at the very end, him... And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens all standing there together for a moment for one shot. I was like, that looks really cool. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that they take this a little bit further. I don't think they're really going to because Daniel Bryan, the character, uh, I would think that a, a turn to that degree just seems kind of out of the realm of possibility for whose character Oh, well, and also is. I don't think the crowd would embrace the heel turn. Right, but yeah, because then you have a thing where the crowd's going to follow him no matter what, and I'm not sure they don't want face heat right now on Owens and, and mm-hmm. Zayn. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I mean, it was kind of interesting. Nakamura was such a non-entity in this. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, you know, he fought. Yeah. But after, you know, the table spot, so I would think that right after this, I would, I would love to think that they're going to do Zayn versus, I'm sorry, uh, AJ versus Nakamura. I don't know. I'm just thinking there's not, like, a lot of room to play with before the Rumble. I know. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. It wouldn't surprise me if they extended AJ versus Jinder because sometimes they like to take things one match too far. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Well, the don't thing know. about the main event, which we can get to now, is that the the end seems so decisive. Definitive. It was. Definitive. No, it absolutely did. And leaves virtually little room for... Gender to say, hey, I deserve another match. I know, but we've seen we've seen it before. I know. We've we still have four months between now and Mania. Granted, we only have one month between now and the Rumble, but you can have AJ get into kind of like an intermediate feud that takes care of Rumble and the pay-per-view after, mm-hmm. and then you still have a couple months to build up to whoever he's going to face at Mania, yeah. probably whoever wins the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably the plan. Or I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Next up, our main event. Jinder Mahal challenged 
WB champion AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Uh, this was probably like the best gender match yeah. that we've gotten in a while. Yeah, it really was. Uh, AJ was going all out selling for gender, trying to get him over. And uh, they were telling an interesting story that actually managed to uh, to work into the finish of the match where Jinder was continually working over AJ's ribs, his midsection, where uh, early in the match, uh, it seemed like Jinder legit hurt his upper thigh. Yeah, he hip. started rubbing it. He started, he started holding it. He yeah. was really you know, kind of limping on it and selling it and to the point where not only ourselves, but you know when we live streamed, people were convinced that he was legitimately hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was selling leg injury throughout the match. Yeah. And uh, like I said, AJ was just selling all over the place. Yeah, just bumping, 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 making Jinder look good. And you mentioned you mentioned earlier this match was at Jinder's pace, but because of the way AJ sold, it didn't feel like it. No, it never felt know? boring. Yeah, but it, it felt, wasn't. It felt deliberate. It wasn't out of any. It wasn't anything Jinder couldn't do. It's just it, like you know when you have a guy like AJ Styles in there, you're going to get the best out of whoever he's in there with. Mm-hmm. And this is we saw Jinder's best effort. You oh know? yeah, and good for him. It was a good match. It was a fun match. Yeah. Um, so at one point, AJ hits his uh, springboard 450. Sting brothers try to pull Jinder out of the ring. AJ mm-hmm. kind of prevents them and then, you know, does a springboard uh, forearm on Sunil Singh. Styles clash for Samir. And Samir always takes those. I know. Yeah, and we expect the finish. We've seen countless times where AJ gets back in the ring. Jinder hits Coloss. Jinder mm-hmm. wins. We yeah. didn't see that this time. In fact, we eventually saw Jinder hit a coloss, mm-hmm. only for AJ to kick out. Yeah, they gave it a little bit of air to breathe. Although, I mean, it, it, it does seem that, and I hope this isn't the case, but AJ kicking out of the coloss might be the biggest clue as to what's coming for Jinder afterwards, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is not is going to be a steep yeah. decline. Yeah. This is probably the way it's going to go. Yep. Hopefully, Jinder, uh, <coughs> with the experience he's had at the main event mm-hmm. level, um, can at least bring some of that experience to the mid card and hold a decent spot there. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's look, uh, like you said, Manny is what four months away. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a change of scenery to Raw would be good for him. Um, there's a lot of people that he can feud with on Raw mm-hmm. in fairly high profile spots. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I like Jinder. I know a lot of you guys out there. He's you know he's not a great wrestler, but he's packaged like a champion. Yes. He's a decent promo. Yeah, looks great. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I like to see people succeed. It's always a bummer when it's always a bummer when somebody gets so high and then there's nowhere for them to go except for down. I know. You know? I know. So I know. Um, and uh, so eventually, Jinder. Uh, I think he tries at one point for uh, was it after the first coloss or before? I don't remember the 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 super coloss. Off oh yeah, off yeah, yeah. I feel like it was before. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, AJ reverses something into a calf crusher. Mm-hmm. Um, a, or, uh, Jinder tries to torque his way to one of the ropes. AJ rolls through, and eventually Jinder had to tap out. Yeah, you know, culminating the story they were starting earlier in the match with Jinder selling his leg. Yeah, so it was actually a decent story they yeah, told. It was. It was good. So in that respect, it was by far Jinder's best match during his run as a main eventer. Yeah, he actually told a pretty good story. I know. No, I liked it, man. I thought it was good. Um, AJ looked legit beat up afterwards. He, yeah, he really did. He sells really good. There was that that great bit where he like went over the barrier that looked yeah, really yeah, really nasty. There was no padding on it. Yeah, yeah. He pulled the padding off. Yeah, and then uh, Jinder suplexed him onto one of the announce tables. Mm-hmm. And AJ, you know, selling like he does, landed kind of awkwardly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I can't say with any certainty who I think AJ's next opponent is going to be. But you think they? I mean, you think they'd start setting up for. For, well, they have to set for at least Rumble. Right. Rumble, whatever the pay-per-view after that is. 
Um, but it seems like Owens and Zayn are going to be wrapped up in this Daniel Bryan Shane story for the time being. And then, I mean, is I, I there's no reason why he should be, but Randy Orton could be wrapped up in that as well. But Potentially. there's like zero reason for there's there's nothing right now for Randy Orton to do, and there's nothing for Shinsuke to do. So they're I mean, the next two logical opponents for AJ. They sort of have a clean slate in terms of like what they can do next. Well, the only other option, I'll put this out there as kind of like an intermediate feud. Baron doesn't have a belt now. Yeah, that's true. Corbin, AJ, for Rumble and where the pay-per-view is afterwards. But God, does that leave like Bobby Roode with freaking Dolph again? Yeah. I can't. I cannot believe they're going to go back to that well. Well, that's what I think that's be the match at Rumble for the U.S. title. Might be on the pre-show. I don't know, man. I'll I'll believe that one when I see it. I think the U.S. title guy is going to be in the... Because how many other titles do you have? What's going to be defended at the Rumble? We know the top two belts are going to be defended, yeah. Universal and World. Um, Maybe all tag titles, women's titles. Uh, so that's two, think, four, six. You think Roman's going to... Roman's carrying that IC title. We both think he's carrying it to Mania. There's two options here. Elimination Chambers are all pay-per-view. So it could either be Elimination Chamber match for number one contender face Brock at Mania or Elimination Chamber match for the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Granted, we won't know until post-Rumble how that's going to work out. Yeah. What was defended last year at the Royal Rumble? Um, it was AJ Cena. It was... That would be 2017. Goldberg didn't have the belt then. It was Owens. It was Owens, Reigns... Um, All right, it was so again, the Raw Tag Team Championships were defended. The Raw Women's Championship. Oh, Charlotte versus Bayley. The Universal Championship, the Cruiserweight Championship, the World Championship. So the United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. And the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, none of those were defended. Well, the SmackDown Tag Titles will be defended this year. Because, I mean, the bottom line is you need people in the Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it's not unheard of for people to wrestle twice. The Intercontinental the Championship is a bit is a bit of a sticky situation because of Roman. Yeah. So that's a weird situation. The United and States also, Championship, nobody really cares about the thing, guys. too, if, if they, the plan is for Roman to not win the Rumble, mm-hmm. then they can kind of keep him out of the match entirely by having him defend the Intercontinental title mm-hmm. on, you know, the Yeah, itself. that's true. Yeah. That's true. No, I can, but I, I, I think... Th- also, we're going to get Braun versus... We'll get Braun versus Kane, maybe, yeah. No, it's Braun, Kane, uh, Lesnar for the Universal title at Rumble. That's the match. Braun, Kane... Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. So I guess it has to be either AJ versus Nakamura versus Orton. Or Corbin, maybe. Those are really the only options. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out on Tuesday. I guess so. Or at least we'll which, start to find yeah, out. Or which direction they're going to go in. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, we don't have any insider. We need to get an insider, man. We do. We need an insider. And then when Vince changes his mind, we'll have to say, well, that was that was the plan originally. Mm-hmm. And they changed it. I know. <laughs> like, like all the other dirt sheets out there. I know. Look, we had the scoop, and then they changed it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> someone's feeding us bad information purposely. <laughs> I know, exactly. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Where's my out music? Oh, there's some out music. There thank, it is. Thank you, Hilton. Hilton was with us for the live stream. No, he wasn't. Anyway, thanks for watching, buddy. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.